Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Well, it's vacation time. The time of year when Chester A. Riley invariably develops a nervous breakdown trying to decide where to go for a rest. Riley's wife and two children have just returned from a movie to find Riley on the living room floor of his modest California bungalow up to his neck in travel folders. Boy, you sure missed a good picture, Pop. Yeah, I know, but I've been studying all these folders and thinking of the ideal place for the Rileys to vacate to on my vacation. Gee, Babs, look at those folders. See Trinidad. Valley, Valley, Playground of the Pacific. Visit Yosemite National Park. Hey, Yosemite, that's for me, Pop. I can get some great pictures with my new Leica camera. Oh, hey, hey, and look at these, Junior. Rio de Janeiro, the Canadian Rockies, Bermuda. I hear they have a lot of eligible English bachelors there. Wait till I hit them with my new Catalina swimsuit. <laughs> oh, there's so many wonderful places to go to. What do you think, Riley? Well, I studied them all, and I finally decided on a place. Where, dear? Ocean Park. <laughs> Ocean Park? Yeah. Gosh, that's right here in town. Well, yes, it's only three miles from here. Yeah, well, that's what's so perfect. Every morning we take the bus out there, we spend all day, and we come back here to sleep. See? That way we get a vacation plus all the conveniences of home. See? Some vacation, Ocean Park. I can think of a better place than that. Okay, then, but Pomona is out. Ain't no boardwalk there. Riley, we haven't had a vacation now since we've been in California. Why can't we take a real trip? Why can't we visit Brooklyn? 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 Why not? You know my folks are just dying to see the kids. Oh, I'd love to go back here. Oh, Brooklyn would be swell. Brooklyn. The motherland. <laughs> Boy, what a time we have. Riding in nice, cool subways, sleeping out on the fire escape at night, watching the garbage scows float down the East River. Oh, that's really living, huh? Well, how about it, dear? Should we go? Oh, yes, let's, Daddy. Sure, we'll go. You know, Dumplin', we never had a honeymoon, and this'll be it. Only this honeymoon will be fun because we'll take our kids along. Oh, boy, we're going east. Oh, boy. I'll get the train tickets tomorrow. Hey, how about the super cheap? Okay, Mom? Yeah, Peg. You, you... No, no, wait a minute. Trip's off. What? I just remembered I only get one week's vacation coming to me, and it takes a full week just coming and going. We couldn't even get off the train. <laughs> tragic to be that close to Brooklyn and not even have time to cross the border. We can still go. All you have to do is ask your boss for four weeks' leave. No, I can't do that. Mr. Stevenson would never do that. Well, why not, Daddy? I thought you stood in good with the boss. Well, sure, sure I do. Why, why, the boss loves me. Why, we're like that. He cut off my right arm for me. (laughs) But four weeks' leave, no, I'd better not ask him. Gee, if you're scared, Pop, I'll ask him for you. I see him every morning when I deliver the paper to his house. Now, see here, Junior. I don't want you butting into my business. I'll talk to Stevenson myself. It's time you learn that your father has a mouth of his own. And it's a lot bigger than yours. <laughs> Daily Gazette. Oh, hello, Mr. Stevenson. Good morning, Junior. Oh, you look 
Skipper, this morning? Guess you're glad school's out, huh? Yes, sir, and how? Going somewhere for the summer, Junior? Well, I don't know. You see, it, uh, well, it all depends on you. On me? What do you mean? Well, 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 we could go east if you give my father four weeks' leave of absence. He's afraid you won't. Four weeks' leave, eh? Well, I don't see why it can't be arranged. You'll give it to him? Oh, gee, that'll be wonderful. But, but please don't tell him I said anything. He wouldn't like me button in. <laughs> don't worry, Junior. Mum's the word. Gee, Mr. Stevenson, you know, Pops had you all wrong. You got a heart after all. Spit <laughs> 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 image of his father. The insolent kid. <laughs> Just a minute, Stevenson. I'll do the talking. Either I get four weeks leave of absence or you take your whole plan. Hey, Lanny, what are you snarling at the boss's picture for? Have you gone for Jake? Oh, hello, Gillis. I'm just going in here to see Stevenson in a minute, and I'm going to demand four weeks off. You're going to demand four weeks off? Yeah. Well, goodbye, Riley. It's been nice working with you. I'll keep my good ear open. If I hear of any job with you, a maniac, I'll mention your name. Well, thanks, Gillis. I'd appreciate that, but... Wait a minute. What do you mean, job? Stevenson wouldn't fire me for asking for a leave of absence. Oh, no? You asked Dave Zimmerman about that. Yesterday, he asked if he could have one day off to go on his honeymoon. And zing, he got the sack. So go on, ask for a vacation. Well, yeah, but this leave is different. It, it ain't really a pleasure trip. We're going to visit my in-laws. I'm warning you, Riley, it's getting so around here, you don't even have to ask them for leave no more. They ask you. And if you say yes, zing. They're laughing on the inside, you're crying on the outside. Ah, oh, you're just trying to scare me, Gillis. Okay, don't say I didn't warn you. Uh, wise guy just shooting off his big mouth. He's jealous. I got nothing to worry about. I'm going in that office and I'm... Okay, Miss Crabtree, if that's going to be Mr. Stevenson's attitude when a guy makes a reasonable request... Then this plan ain't big enough for him and me. I quit. What's the matter, Mike? I just got fired. <laughs> that ingrate fired me just because I asked for a three-month leave of absence. After the way I'd slave for him. Well, how long have you been working here? Ten solid days. <laughs> now he poops me out of the door. Gee, I've been working here ten years. He'll boot me out of the window. Gillis was right. I'd better get out of here before he could... I'll be back in an hour, Mr. Crabtree. Oh, hello there, Riley. What brings you up here? Oh, um, Mr. Stevenson. But, well, you see, I... It, it, well, it, it's very hot, so I came up here to stick my head in the electric fan. That's all. <laughs> sure there isn't something special on your mind? Oh, no, boss. Honest. No, no. My mind's a perfect blank. <laughs> well, you can't fool me, Riley. I know why you're here. You do? Well, I changed my mind. Oh, come now. Stop beating around the bush. You want a leave of absence. Are you asking me? Yes. Then I don't want it. But, Riley... <laughs> Riley, suppose I offered you, let's say, four weeks' leave of absence. I don't want it. I couldn't think of anything worse. I never asked you. I got a witness. Miss Crabtree, you're a witness. You heard me not ask him. But, Riley, listen... I don't want to listen. You ain't going to trap me. I never asked you, remember? I never asked you. Riley, Wait. What a character. Uh, Miss Crabtree, uh, remind me to call Riley's home when I get back. I want to speak to his wife.
I appreciate you phoning me, Mr. Stevenson. I, I just can't imagine why Riley acted that way. Oh, yes, he does want four weeks leave. He can? Oh, that's wonderful, Mr. Stevenson. I'll tell him. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, goodbye. What did Mr. Stevenson want, Mother? Anna, sometimes I just can't make out your father. Mr. Stevenson offers him a leave and he refuses it. Gosh, what did he do a dopey thing like that for? Junior, when your father does a dopey thing, it isn't very respectful to say he does dopey things. I, I mean, after all, he is your father. Well, anyway, we can all leave next Monday. Gosh, if we left it to Daddy, we might never have gone. Imagine. Risking our vacation just because he's too scared to speak up. Hey, there's Pop. Now, let's go tell him. Wait, wait, Junior. Don't say anything yet. Just let me do the talking. Oh, hello, Peg. Hello, kids. Well, hello, dear. Well, uh, did you speak to Mr. Stevenson? Uh, Stevenson? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Well? That slave driver turned me down cold. But, Pop, Mr. Stevenson... Junior, Riley, are you sure you asked him? Asked him? I demanded it. I fought him teeth and nails, but he wouldn't budge. I even threatened to quit. You don't say. Sure, a job don't mean that much to me. But when he got down on his knees and begged, well, I took him back. Oh. <laughs> but you, uh, you couldn't get four weeks leave. Impossible. He just can't get along without me. You see, Peg, the plant runs just like a big machine. And if a certain nut is missing from a machine, the whole thing... <laughs> the whole thing breaks down. And I happen to be that nut. Well, what do we do now? Well, it's up to you. You could take a cottage at the beach or the mountains, and then you could all see me every weekend, or you and the kids could go east alone and not see me for four weeks. <laughs> choice is up to you. <laughs> well, that's an easy choice. Oh, sure. I knew I could depend on you, sweetheart. We go east. Yeah, you... <laughs> east. Peg, you didn't hear good. If you go to Brooklyn, you won't see me. I hear fine. But the children and I are leaving for Brooklyn next Monday. Now, just a minute, Peg. Let the children talk for themselves. Babs, you don't want to go to Brooklyn, do you? Oh, but I do, Dad. Well, Junior, you... Brooklyn. Wait till I ask you. <laughs> Please, Peg, don't leave me. I'll die from lonesomeness. Oh, uh, children, run along. Oh, no, okay, Well, please, Peg, don't go. I, I need you. After 20 years, I'm finally used to you. <laughs> well, I'm sure an important businessman like you can take care of himself. Yeah. Well, I say you can't go, and that's final. Well, I say we are going, and that's final. Well, I said it first. <laughs> Just the same, we're going. Yeah, but, Peg, suppose I get sick. Suppose I get run over. Suppose a... Okay. Okay, go. But remember one thing, Peg. If you come back and find yourself a widow, don't expect me to feel sorry for you. Hey, you right. Oh, hello, Gillis. Sit down. Boy, I can use it. Feet hurt? No, it's my back. My sacred Today's wash day, so I took out a laundry bundle to the laundromat. Yeah, that hurt your back? Yeah, a bunch of ladies in the laundromat talked me into a crop cake. <laughs> I was on my knees for three hours. 
Flint is always trouble. Yeah. I caught one of them using loaded dice. So I made her give back the underwear she won from. <laughs> well, I got my own troubles, Gillis. Oh, yeah, the family, huh? Yeah. Going away and leaving you after you give them the best years of your life. Yeah. Well, at least I got one friend. You. Yeah. Boy, will you be lonesome? I'll be horrible. They got no right leaving me. They ain't going yet. If I could only think of something to keep them here. Really, I'm shocked. If they hate you, why force yourself on them? They don't hate me. I can understand the kids, but my wife shouldn't leave me alone like this. When we were first married and she was the one who was working, I stuck close to her. Even picked up her paycheck every week for her. <laughs> Nothing was too much. Yeah, well, if it was me, I wouldn't give them the satisfaction. I'd act happy they was gone. Yeah, I might as well be a good sport or else they may never come back to me. Yeah, you wouldn't want that to happen. You'd lose three good income tax deductions. So, I'll tell you what you do. Tell them how glad you are they're gone. Be merry, smile, joke, laugh. Even though inside, your heart is breaking. Be like Pagliacci. You know, live, clown, live. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Gillis. I've been acting like a heel. I'm going to go in there and clown around. From now on, I ain't going to be Chester Riley. I'm going to be Pagliacci Riley. <laughs> Daddy's gripmother, is that time we told him he's going with us? No, not quite yet, Bev. I want him to really have a wonderful surprise. Oh, poor thing. He's been going around looking like he's lost his best friend. Oh, shh. There's your father. Oh, uh, hello, dear. Hello, Pete. <laughs> Hiya, Pat. <laughs> Hiya, Junior. <laughs> Riley. What's the matter with you? Me? Nothing. I'm just happy. <laughs> I'm happy that my little family can take a nice trip this summer. <laughs> well, I'm happy that you're happy. Oh, I'm going to be delirious. Don't worry about me. Don't worry if I'm home all alone and I'm sitting in the bathtub and the phone rings and when I pick up the receiver, I get electrocuted. <laughs> It'll probably be a wrong number. Anyway, have a good time. We will, Pop. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Don't worry how I'm going to get my meals. I'll eat them all at Harry's Greasy Grotto. <laughs> The food's improved there lately. Only three cases of homemade this week. Now, you be careful what you eat. Thank you. You're really worried what I eat? Yes, you're getting fat. Oh. Babs, are all the bags packed? All packed, Mother. And Junior, did you phone for a taxi? Yes, Mom. No, 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 Peg. If you're thinking of canceling this trip, now you forget it. All right, dear. Well, children, let's get the bags out on the street. Well, goodbye, Peg. Goodbye, Peg. Riley, aren't you coming to the station with us? No. No, I better not. You might break down looking at my face <laughs> as the train runs away from it. Why, you you sound so strange. I thought you were happy we were going. Sure. Sure I'm happy. I, 
happiest man alive. Then why are you crying? I'm not crying. I'm laughing. Oh, look, I'm laughing. <laughs> station. Well, we'll have to hurry and see about our baggage. Oh, Roddy, please get me some magazines and meet us on the train. Car 289. Okay, Peggy. Now, come on, children. Hurry up. Yeah. Four whole weeks without him. I don't think I'll live through it. In that case, I'll take care of you. <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Dick Budell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> Oh, hello, Digger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. What are you doing down here at the station, Digger? I'm off to attend the annual convention of my lot, the BPOE. BPOE? Oh, oh, the Benevolent Protective Order of Elks. Oh, the Brotherhood of Fallbearers, Organists, and Embalmers. (laughs) This year's convention is being held at Tombstone, Arizona. I'm going to recommend a slogan to break up the growing monopoly in our profession. Yeah? Uh, what is the slogan? Share the work. Don't be a groundhog. <laughs> and it's really going to be wonderful. This year, we're putting on a minstrel show. Uh-huh. Two of my fellow undertakers will be in me. Uh-huh. Uh, what part do you play, Digger? Mr. Bones. <laughs> oh, wait till the audience hears our joke. We'll leave them in the aisles. (laughs) What are you doing here, Riley? Well, my wife and kids are going east for a month. I feel awful. Too bad. Recently, my dear wife, Brunhilde, left me for three months. I was so unhappy. But now she's back, and I'm so happy. (laughs) They're on the train right now. But I'm not even going to say goodbye to them. I'll get even with him for leaving me alone with myself. What a dirty trick to do to me. Riley, I'm shocked. That's no attitude. Say goodbye to them. Someday you'll be going on a long trip, and then they'll say goodbye to you. (laughs) I'll never go on a long trip. Would you care to bet? (laughs) Riley, your family is counting on you to bid them farewell. Don't let them down. Why shouldn't I? In my profession, we have a theory. It's a grave error, and someday you'll rue it. If you've let down a person, and that person knew it. Well, maybe you're right, Digger. I'll say goodbye, and I'll get Peg some roses. Oh, I love flowers. My favorite flower is crocus. Uh, Gee, married life is so complicated. Yes, married life is complicated, confusing, nerve-wracking... Heartbreaking, but I adore marriage. It's so good. Well, here you. I'd better be shoveling off. So this is the train you're going on, huh? Yes, dear. We're lucky we got this space. Do you like it? 
Uh, it's all right, I guess, as trains go. But I guess this one is going pretty far. Don't you wish you were going with us, Daddy? Me? No. No, travel broadens you, and your mother says I'm fat enough now. But this is going to be a great trip, Pop. We're going to see some swell scenery. Oh, you won't see so much scenery. The mountains and trees keep blocking your view. <laughs> well, I guess I'd better say goodbye now. <laughs> goodbye now. Goodbye, Pepsi. Watch out for them Brooklyn boys. They're smarter than the Hollywood boys. <laughs> Dublin. Here's four letters I wrote last night. Open one every week. They tell you how much I'm missing you. Well, I better get going. Why, it's too bad you can't come with us. Oh, I, I don't mind. I, I don't really care to go because... Oh, Peg, I lied to you. I know, dear. I'm such a fool. I know, dear. I didn't ask for a leave of absence. I was scared of losing my job. If I'd have had any backbone, I'd be going with you to Brooklyn. Well, I was waiting for you to say that. I think you've learned your lesson. Now, like listen, me, Peg, I've got to get off now. Oh, gee, these goodbyes sure take it out of you. I'm dizzy. I could swear that station out there is moving. I bet you do. We're moving. The train's going. Stop it. Call the whistle. Call the conductor. <laughs> Riley, it's all right. You no, see what I... No, I've got to get off. I'll lose my job. Open the window, I'll jump off. Pop, you're going with us. No, I can't. I ain't even got a ticket. They'll make me shovel coal. The train burns oil. They'll make me shovel oil. We've got a ticket for you. But my job... I got you a leave of absence from your boss. Daddy, you should have known we never go without you. Gosh, Pop, what do you think we are? Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You mean I won't have to stay home alone and suffer? I can be with my sweet family? That's right. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> This is it, Peg Grand Central. Come on, let's get off. Well, what's the rush, Riley? We don't have to be the first to get off. Yeah, but they're waiting out there. Who's waiting? The gang, my friends, my pals. I wired ahead to McArdle's Grill, Chop House, and Pool Room. Boy, what a reception they're going to give me. There'll be a band and speeches. Oh, they haven't forgotten me. <laughs> Watch your steps, sir. Yeah. Uh, come on, Peg, hurry up. We don't want to keep them waiting. Come on. Hey, Riley. Yeah, oh, you see? That must be the chairman of the reception committee. Hi there. Glad to see you. Now, this is my wife. These, these are my kids. Are you the Chester A. Riley who used to live at 89 Myrtle Avenue? That's me. In person. Fine. Here's a summons. And when you come to court, bring that three-month rent you gypped us out of when you ran away to California. <laughs> you see, Peg? It's just like I said. They haven't forgotten me. (laughs) 
William Bendix as Riley. The script is written by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Direction by Mitch Linden. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Bigger Odell is John Brown. Babs is Barbara Eiler. And Junior is Bobby Ellis. Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.